and I actually can pinpoint the moment where our relationship shifted into more of a friendship is when we both walked into a Korean scrub and had no idea what to expect and saw each other completely nude and we're in a room with two elderly Korean women just like rubbing our bodies down and we're like, all right, so now we're best friends, like cool. There's this connotation sometimes that assistants have these miserable jobs and it's like, I want Danny to enjoy. I want her to have fun. And again, it's like so weird because it's like, it is kind of that paid best friend. Like I don't want to get my nails done by myself. I, I want to get my nails done with Danny. Vanessa's always sending me messages like at random times during the day, like not even on like a special day where she would just be like, hey, I just wanted to thank you so much for all your hard work. Like, I'm so happy that you're here in my life. And I'm like, I can't even finish reading the message because I get so emotional. I'm just like, oh my God, put it away. I need to get back to this at a, at a later time when I am emotionally prepared to receive this. Amy and I are very similar on like many levels. You know, we're both Chinese. We're both more or less like plant-based. And I'd like to think that we both have a very strong moral compass. Wow, I was just going to say that. Vanessa would really be reading my mind lately. For <laughs> oh real. yeah, also also, my kundalini energies are really coming through because I've <laughs> literally read Amy's mind like four times already. Welcome back to Vanessa Wants to Know special quarantine edition. All right. How is everyone doing out there? Um, I'm recording this from my closet here in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, New York. Greatest city in the whole damn world. Just going to say it. Things are starting to open up a little here in New York. I mean, you definitely can't go and sit down in a restaurant like before, but I guess with the advent of the warmer weather we've been getting, you know, more sun, more people are starting to come out. And, you know, to be honest, people are just getting really stir crazy. It's been a long time for all of us to be in our homes. And for the most part, everyone's been really responsible. But simultaneously, you know, I was out the other day and just walking around and going to the park. Some of the people who were just not following the rules definitely grinded my gears a little bit. But it's it's really nice to to see Brooklyn, which is a whole vibe. It's a whole mood kind of start slowly returning to some semblance of normalcy and just seeing some familiar faces, you know, on the streets, even behind masks and gloves and all of that has been really nice. So today, today is a first for Vanessa Wants to Know because I have three guests on, four, including myself. And this is something that we had not done before. And I was actually super nervous about doing it because, you know, when you record remotely, there's a lot of variables you have to take into consideration. And I'm just so glad this conversation turned out because in today's episode, we talk about sisterhood, we talk about friendship, we talk about business, and how all of these things are so unique to a talent assistant relationship. Now, one of the reasons why I really wanted to do this was just to kind of give insight for all of you out there as to what the dynamics are behind a partnership or a duo like this. Because Amy, Amy Wan, who also helps me produce this show, Amy, under, I guess, if you were to label her, you would probably call her my assistant. 
But as Danny kind of mentions in this conversation, I mean, her and Sophia call themselves work partners. And I think that's a much more accurate description of the partnership that Amy and I have. But, you know, when you work so closely with somebody and and pre-COVID, I saw Amy every single day. You know, she would be on set with me if I was shooting a campaign. All photo shoots, she was there with me. You know, all public appearances, she would be there for me. And obviously working very closely on this podcast, on all the content we'd been making during COVID. It's uh, it's a very unique relationship. And I think a lot of people are curious about it because I think it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. I think a lot of the time when people see influencers, they assume that our teams are huge, you know, that we've got 10 people plus agents plus managers. And for the most part, usually even the biggest influencers kind of in the world have very small teams. And I don't think there's really ever been an open, candid conversation about what it's like to operate within that framework. And to kind of explain this story, I was like, I have to have Sophia and Danny on here. So Sophia, Sophia Rowe has been on this podcast before. I mean, she was on the season that we basically started 2020 with at the beginning of the year where, you know, we talked about her career, we talked about her life. And even in that conversation, you got bits of how important Danny was to not only her work life, but her personal life. And I was like, we're going to have Sophia and Danny on here just because they're two of the greatest, hardest working people I know. And their work, friendship, partnership really reflects the dynamic that Amy and I have. And I mean, I guess I don't want to spill all the beans, but this conversation was so good. And I'm so, so excited for all of you to listen to this because in it, you know, we talk about sisterhood, friendship, working in business and in life and really showing up for each other and making each other better versions of ourselves. And, you know, there's a lot of laughter in this conversation. There are tears shed at the end, happy tears, tears of gratitude. And, you know, this conversation is just something that I think more women need to hear, just more humans in general need to hear right now, where sometimes we forget that, you know, we are a collective and that we do work better with each other versus against each other. So here's my conversation talking all about assistance, aka paid best friends with Sophia Rowe, Danny Giardina, myself, and Amy Wan. Okay, so we're recording now. Today is, I think, the first time we have had a four-way conversation and we're, you know, obviously not in the studio. So this voice is Vanessa. Um, Why don't the rest of y'all introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Sophia. I'm Danny. Hi. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm Vanessa's assistant. I'm Danny, Sophia's assistant. I should have said who I actually am. So this idea came to me because I was asking myself, I'm like, what do I want to hear during this time, you know, during this time of quarantine, of lockdown? 
And I was like, I want to hear uplifting stories. I want to hear stories of how friends met each other, how people work together. And I cannot think of a more intimate working relationship than between an assistant and whoever it is that they work closely with. So I guess first I'll hand it over to Soph and to Danny. And can you both kind of tell us how you met and how you work together? Yes. I mean, it's cute. I I had been looking for I've been looking for an assistant for a long time, almost a year, probably about eight months. And it was really tough. I went through a girl that I thought was gonna be perfect, but she wasn't as available as she needed to be or as I needed her to be. And I I I basically gone through a lot of different resumes and I was looking for something really particular, most notably someone really different than me. And I got a funny email from Danny. She made me laugh. I remember that most particular that her email made me laugh. And I thought, okay, that's great. I can't even tell you exactly what's in it, but I have the email still, which is very oh special Oh my God, to delete me. it. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, so, no. It's cute. It was so cute. I loved the email. It made me laugh. And so I sent Danny an email. Was it the same day? It was like the same minute. It was like, (laughs) and I forwarded it to my mom. I forwarded it to my mom and I was like, can you open this email? And she's like, why? And I'm like, because I'm honestly just afraid to see what it is. And she's like, you're insane. Open the email. And then I opened it and Soph was like, when can you meet? (laughs) I was very anxious. I'm like, oh, anytime. I was very anxious to actually physically meet Danny. I was, it was, and I remember sending her like a voice note, which I'm big doing. I've even sent Amy voice notes. I'm a big voice note person and I just was really anxious to meet her. But my schedule was insane. I I wanted to meet Danny, but then I had to go to LA and then I came home. Then I think I had to go to LA again and then I had to come home. So it took a while to physically meet Danny. Um, But we met at our favorite place now. Now we work out of all the time. We met at Grassroots. And I remember walking in and I was like in jeans and like a hat and like hadn't showered. I mean, I looked terrible and Danny looked spectacular. Okay. She always always does. That is so false. She always does. Well, I'm not saying that's false. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, She looked great. Like she looked so rad and I was like sweating. Like literally I couldn't breathe. I was a fan, you know, like, and I was like, I don't want to seem weird, like, because I do want to work with you, but I also, like, am a fan of you, and I just, it's like, it's a weird dynamic, so I was very nervous to be. Oh my god, same, I can, I can totally, totally relate, right? But we'll get to that in a second, I want you guys to be able to finish your story. Yeah, we met, I sit down with her, and I'm, I'm literally like, I want you to start immediately, but obviously, Danny has a current job, Danny's a producer, Um, and that's kind of what I loved about her, Uh, you know, I, I actually don't shoot a lot at home, this is a very new thing for me, I'm doing a lot of content at home. Most of the time I'm shooting in studio. Uh, And so I need help with that. I just needed, for me, I needed help with call sheets. I needed to be able to like have someone that does a lot of email outreach so that I can actually make things right. So that I can actually build out my curriculum. Um, And she just was perfect for that. So I told her, I was like, listen, do what you need to do, get your ducks in a row. And when you're wrapped on that, I want you to start ASAP. And she started, what was it? September 9th? Yeah, it was the weekend, like right after Labor Day. Um, I think we met mid-August or late July, maybe actually. Mm-hmm. And I just needed to like wrap some things up. I needed like I needed like three or four weeks with my old job. And then yeah, I started with you right after Labor Day. And 
been together ever since. That's it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Danny, how long have you been working with Sophia? Since September of 2019. So Oh, uh, so it's super fresh. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, what is that, six, seven months? Right? Yep. Something like that. Yeah, that's so crazy. Danny was telling me about it when we got on our initial Zoom call to talk about the podcast. And she said she's only been working with Sophia since September. And I was like, what? I feel like you guys have known each other for years. Because I feel like you guys have done so much together in such a short <laughs> yeah. amount of time. I couldn't no, believe true. that it was just september yeah Yeah, it's true i actually say all the time i'm like i'm kind of weirded out by how similar we are and like how much Mm -hmm. we get along like i'm almost kind of freaked out and disgusted by it like but in a good way (laughs) i need to look into it more (laughs) i'm like all right this is weird but i'm not even gonna question it (laughs) yeah so danny what were you what were you doing before so soph said that you were a producer so what what did that mean yeah so i was a producer of like fashion shows and photo shoots um for the past like four or five years and I loved it and I'm sure Vanessa as you know like fashion is just super draining and I love it but I was just like it's time for a change like this is kind of killing me in a bunch of ways and I really in the past couple years like honed in on my health and I was like I just want to be in that arena and I loved Soph and I was like you know what I'm gonna reach out to her because this production life is kind of killing me I was the BTS of all fashion. <laughs> all right. So you were you were that gal. Yes. Um, it's interesting that you're, I mean, you haven't reached the anniversary yet, but you both um, met each other in September. And Amy, that, that was, that's basically um, Amy and my anniversary as well. Yeah, but just like a year earlier. That's a busy time for you, September. Uh-huh. So- <laughs> I'll give Amy the floor now to describe how she started working for me because Amy and I actually did a recent live together where we just kind of were just sitting and chatting and talking about, you know, like how we met, what it means to be um, an influencer's assistant and whatnot. And Amy tells the story much better than I do. So why don't you tell everybody how we met Amy? So it was Fashion Week in September of 2018, and I was just scrolling through Instagram, and I saw that Vanessa had posted something on her story that was like, I need an assistant for a day, and I responded to her. I responded to her in like a DM, and I messaged her, and um, I was like, I'm going to send you my resume if that's okay, and she was like, yeah, send it to me, and she gave me the email, polished up my resume, and I emailed it to her and then I was so nervous like the whole day I was like pacing back and forth and I was like oh my god if I if she doesn't get back to me I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking cry like it's the end of my world (laughs) and then um a few hours later she got back to me and it was just one line and no capitalization and then she just wrote yeah like y-e-a I think I will go with you and the i like lowercase i and you just the letter u (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, is this a spam email? <laughs> I was like, who is this? <laughs> and and then I was like, okay, great, exclamation point, you know, like throwing in the exclamation points because that's like, I'm so anxious about emails. I'm like, I don't ever want people to think that I'm mad at them. Same. I guess like without an exclamation point, I automatically think that someone hates me. And so I emailed her back and then she was like, okay, great. Just like come over by my apartment tomorrow at like 8 a.m. or whatever. And I get to her apartment in the morning. I was like 30 minutes early and I was just waiting outside because I was so scared to be late. And I remember it was like raining and I was wearing a backpack for some reason. And mind you, this was like during fashion week. And I, I don't know. And I was wearing a raincoat. It was just like the worst outfit I've ever put together. 
And I get to her apartment and she like opens up her door and it's just like this serene oasis. It looked like a freaking yoga studio because at the time she didn't have any furniture. It was just empty. And it was just one mat on the floor and like two yoga blocks. She was wearing this full neon yellow tibby um, look. And she was like doing some, she was burning the stick that at the time I didn't know what it was, but it was, I found out later that was Palo Santo. And I was just like, hi it's so great to meet you i was so nervous because i had been following her for so long and then she was just like the chillest person i've ever met i remember that day it was a pretty full day we had like something to do with um it was like an interview in the morning and then it was a full day of fashion shows where she had to change in the car so i kind of got a very condensed look into fashion week on the very first day and then after that she was like if you want to continue working together, we can work something out. And I was like, yes, great, amazing, let's do it. When can I start? Let's do it right now. Because before that, I was so depressed. Well, not depressed. I don't want to like throw that word around so flippantly, but I was just so lost in my life. And I was okay. like, I don't know where my life is going. And like every single day I was like, I hate I hate what I'm doing in my life right now. Like I don't know if I'm ever going to get anywhere. So I am so, so fortunate to have found Vanessa at that time and that we've been able to just click so quickly on the first day that and grow our relationship together and to see her grow during this time mm -hmm. has just been so exciting for me. Yeah, I remember when Amy showed up, it was raining that day. I think Amy was wearing her glasses. And for anyone who doesn't know um, what Amy looks like, she's... <laughs> an Asian girl with long black hair and she showed up to my doorstep wearing like a rain jacket and a backpack and like eyeglasses I think and I was like you look like you're in high school or much younger but that's fine I'm paying you in cash so it's all good <laughs> and so many regrets about that outfit I think I was it was a fucking I was wearing a polka dot skirt like I don't even want to talk about it let's move on oh, yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was a really full day and I, I needed an assistant that day because um in the morning I was like doing an interview like Women's Wear Daily was following me for like half the day and I was like going from show to show and I think there were you know, there were things in between and I knew I wouldn't be able to handle it on my own. And I usually test out new assistants during fashion week because Ooh. that is like do or die time. Yeah, you know smart. what I mean? Like, I feel like that is when you really show your true colors and your grit. And just to preface this, like, I didn't have, you know, an assistant. I, I had someone who was working for me prior, but then, you know, she had quit the year before. And I've had makeshift, like, interim assistants here and there. And none of them really ever lasted. So a similar experience as Soph. Like, many of them just couldn't handle the intensity of working with me and with the intensity of the demands and of working in fashion and Amy was so easygoing she was not I mean even to this day like nothing really threw her you know off her ball and I was like this girl's a keeper and I I mean I don't know what it was like for you Soph but for me after that first day even before the day ended I'm like I have to keep this girl working for me. She's a keeper. Definitely. I mean, I know that my work is not fashion. It's extremely different. It's crazy how like you can still work within that sort of like digital, you know, we use that term influencer, but it's loose now because it means so many different things. 
And my, I mean, I don't do anything fashion related, but my schedule is just as kind of excessive sometimes and just as kind of packed. I mean, I remember the first two weeks of Danny working, I probably cried every day. <laughs> like it was like <laughs> meltdowns. I mean, because a lot of what I'm having to do is a lot of direct to camera. So I have to talk to camera. I have lines to memorize sometimes. Sometimes I'm on set and there's 60 people there and I'm and I'm having to perform in front of people, right? Like a lot of what I do is very direct to camera. Um, and, and almost always cooking related. So I'm always having, so I'm having to cook. I'm having to make sure that, um, if there's a food stylist that they have the things that I need, I am, I'm having to lug, uh, you know, Dutch ovens from one place to another place. So Danny, I felt really was going to be, I almost was like, God, I hope that I hope that this translates because this is so different than fashion and Danny does fashion, but she was easy. I mean, I can think of many times where Danny's literally got produce bags on both shoulders and we are walking from one place to another place or, you know, we are in a car packed with like kitchen stuff headed to an event because I'm teaching a sauce class. Like I wasn't sure how that was going to translate, but honestly, it was perfect. It, it was like very seamless very seamless. Totally. And I think that I could kind of, not that you like portrayed that nervousness, but I think like you in our initial meeting, you were like, you know, this isn't fashion. And I'm like, listen, I mean, in my own head, I don't think I verbalized this to you. I'm like, I'm not in fashion, like glamour. Like I'm like in the background, lugging tables up and down, like running around with mm-hmm. like, a chicken without his head off. So it really does translate. Like it's very similar. My role in the fashion industry was nothing glamorous whatsoever. So it it really was such a seamless transition for me. And I think almost like when we're on set sometimes, I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, so to your benefit, I'm super like very militarian almost. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because of that fashion production background. And I think it comes in handy. It does. It's been so helpful for me because I, I am like a, like passion is my middle name. And I think there's also like, with passion, I also want to take care of everybody. I want everybody happy. I'm the girl on set that if I, if we went through something and I'm not happy with the take, I want to do it again. Like, can I do that again? Do you mind if I do that again? Like that line was funny. Like I'm super comfortable. Um, like there's no audience that I'm not comfortable in front of. I can literally cook in front of a million people. Like I do Obama could be watching me and I could kill it. Like I'm not a nervous person in front of a group of people, but I am hard on myself. And Danny's really great at being like, so like, take a break, like have a second. You haven't eaten. Like she's really good at sort of reminding me that like, you don't have to say yes to everything. It's definitely okay to take a second. It's okay. Take a minute. She's also really good at like managing my time. Like if we block out an hour for something, Danny's really great at like wrapping it up. And that was what was getting hard. Sometimes uh, I'm my whole week looks like just public speaking. And what comes with that is you ha- you plan what you're going to say. You do, a le- you do a class, you do a lesson. And then afterwards you've got a bunch of people that want to talk to you or want to share a story with you and you want to be there and you want to listen and you give all of yourself. And Danny's really great at being like, okay, everybody gets 10 minutes with Soph. After that, Soph literally is losing her voice. We got to get her out of the situation. So she's just really good at sort of managing like my health in so many ways, which is incredible because I didn't even realize maybe that that was going to be a, I didn't even realize how, how much of an issue that was. Like I had a really difficult time managing saying yes or saying no. And Danny is really great at running a super tight ship, which I so appreciate. I'm a good bad cop. (laughs) 
Yeah, I I mean, you gals went there, but that is um that's like an interesting dynamic. You really only find in working relationships like such as the one between Sophie you and Danny and me and Amy where there is the quote unquote talent or the influencer or you know however you want to to label mm-hmm. that person and then you have the assistant, right? You have the person that as Danny said is playing the bad cop the the mom or the dad in the situation mm-hmm. and i think you know although we we operate in in different capacities so i think um the demands of our work run so similar and so parallel where you give a lot of yourself to mm-hmm. a situation to your job to the people around you and when you don't have someone who is objectively kind of watching all of this from the outside and really watching out for your best interests, you can burn out super fast. And I realized, you know, with having Amy on that we quickly broke through that threshold of like, okay, I'm your whatever, I'm your boss and you work for me. And it quickly became and evolved into a friendship, into a sisterhood almost where Amy would be like again like you need to take a break or don't be so hard on yourself there are so many times where I feel like oh I didn't do that well enough or I should do this again or Mm -hmm. I should do that and Amy steps in and she was like it's not that big of a deal it's gonna be okay it's all gonna be okay and I always tell people and I'm like you know, Amy's basically my paid best friend and she's like (laughs) a therapist for me because during the really tough moments, you know, in your life, even if you have a partner, it's very hard to communicate texturally, you know, to somebody else who's not living in your professional life with you, if that makes sense. Yep. 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 A thousand percent. It makes such sense. Danny's really great at like managing my brain, my brain and my heart, right? So like Danny at this point is kind of like, she'll hear from a client and already know that is not going to work for self. Whereas before I used to have to manage all of that in my brain. I'm going to have to, oh, I'm going to have to manage like making this client happy. So doing something I'm maybe not super comfortable with, or, you know, even like food on set, like that, even like something that seems so small, but like Danny's always sure, like, you know what? we need to streamline the situation. I'm going to just handle Soph's food. Now I don't have to worry about that. So now I can, that's that much work I can put into the actual job at hand and me not stressing about not having food on set or not having my water bottle or not, you know, you don't really think about that. You're, it's like, you Vanessa, you're worried about looking good, saying the right thing, making sure your makeup looks good, making sure that everything is elegant. You might think you might, oh crap, I forgot a water bottle. (laughs) Oh crap. I forgot to like this one thing that I actually need. You just, you know, before you know it, you put your needs, like put them last because you're doing this job and you're also doing it for a community that expects you trained your consumer, right? Like you have a community that expects a certain type of content, expects a certain type of Vanessa or a certain type of Sophia. And sometimes you, in that process, you really forget about what your own personal needs are. And Danny's really great at just handling it. She can answer an email in my own voice. And that's something that I was also really looking for. I need to be able to know and trust that you can be super, super nice when it's a client and it's as a friend and also be really stern when you're dealing with a producer who's got crazy outrageous asks. You know, like I trust that Danny goes into a room that she knows what to say and knows how to handle it and also knows Soph, 
you need to take five seconds to yourself. Like, I mean, even if we're on set and she does like a quick, she does this a lot. She just looks at me and she's like, <laughs> you're doing a great job. Like thumbs up. <laughs> you're doing a great job. Like it seems so simple and it is, but like, I just need a familiar face on set telling me that everything's okay. Cause sometimes you're on set with like 50 people you don't know and it can feel Ugh. so uncomfortable, you know? <laughs> I, I know that feeling all too well. Whenever I like see Amy darting around and she's giving me a thumbs up, I'm like, okay, I can Ooh. go for another like three hours. Like yeah. I can do this. I can yeah. do this. And I mean, so if you, you kind of touched on this where Danny is really like acting beyond like the role of maybe just an assistant, but you know, someone who is very much from the sounds of it in a managerial role, you know, like a traditional manager where she is helping kind of file through and filter through potential future clients. She's also making sure that you're treated properly and mm -hmm. professionally on set. Danny, I want to ask you, because this takes a lot of autonomy, right? And I think when you first start working for someone as an assistant, as someone to, you know, help make this other person's life easier, how was that for you to step into that role, you know, for so, for speaking up for so, for, I guess, functioning autonomously within the working relationship you have with her? Well, first of all, I want to just give a quick shout out to her actual manager, Marissa, who's a queen, um, because I cannot take responsibility for that whatsoever. But I think that I just more so manage like a day-to-day -day situation, like scheduling kind of thing, which not her fault, but just so feel like as she said is very passionate and like I'm just super more logistical than she is. So it's just kind of, it evens out. And like, I think just also like going back to my production background, like I have no problem stepping in where needed and telling someone they're doing something wrong or like something needs to change. I think I'm just comfortable in that setting, especially now that people like see me as part of her team. Like I feel like it's almost expected from them to hear from me to be like, this is not okay. Or she needs a 10 minute break or something like that. Or if it's an email from a client that comes in or like, cause people email me directly or she'll forward me an email being like, can you just decline this for me or tell them something else? Like I really have no problem just kind of being honest and I'm always kind and gracious, but I just, it's not personal. And I think just because I know it's not personal, I assume that those people also know it's not personal, you know, it's business. And I think that's just like the mindset I come from. And I think also, I know she trusts me. I hope she trusts me. <laughs> so I feel, I feel, <laughs> I feel empowered to like make decisions like that and speak up on her behalf. I think, yeah. I guess that's also like the thing too. Like I want her to do that because it also like frees up my brain for like a million other things. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, there's a, I have a manager and there's a contract in place and yeah, like that's great. But you know, I, I have a, I have a, you know, say a job comes in and we need to get a studio space. I trust that Danny will find us a studio space, find out people's availability. She'll put it in the calendar, right? I don't have to think about it. Now all I have to think about is what recipe am I going to make? What do I want to wear? What message do I want to send to people, et cetera? You know, so it, it, I have a lot of anxiety about saying no and declining things. And so it's perfect that Danny doesn't because I am, oh my God, saying no is like, I hate it, but it's important. And Danny is, that's why Danny's there to be like, so it's okay. We're going to decline this. It's a favor. You're too busy right now. Don't worry. So it, it works out. 
And that's really important, right, is having that balance of dynamics between the two people. When they say two heads is better than one, I mean, it's so true because Mm -hmm. when I work with Amy, um, even when we're problem solving, you know, either I see the answer right in front of me or Amy kind of sees the answer right Mm -hmm. in front of her. And yeah, it's it's really actually very cathartic right now, like talking to you both because the dynamics Mm -hmm. are very similar. Danny, you said that you felt empowered to make these decisions. And I think that is it. And that's really where I've always operated from when I work with, you know, with any of the other assistants that I've had where, you know, this is a, a working relationship that there's no hierarchy here, right? And I think that's also what determines the success of a partnership is where, you know, we're working together. This is a collaboration and I want to grow and I want you to grow as well. A thousand percent. I don't even call Danny. We don't even, I I call Danny my work partner. And I think sometimes people are like, well, is is that is, is that sexual? Like, is she like your? What does <laughs> no, that so mean? Many times people have been like, "Oh, how long have you been dating?" I'm like, "No, yeah. like she means work." <laughs> I mean, like, she's, it's like it doesn't seem right to call her my like assistant. Like, it's like that. Like, she's that, but it's like way better and different. And you know, we run my sign project together, which is the pillow talk sessions, which is basically an in real life events. We basically do events. Like, Danny's a producer. I love doing events. It's it's a fun thing for us to do together. So it just sometimes even feels like an assistant isn't even like the right word, you know, like she's really my partner in so many ways. Yeah, I grapple with this all the time, because I've really, I mean, inspired, really been inspired by you, Soph and Danny, and and just kind of sharing your friendship and your working relationship with all of your followers. And I'm like, you know, Amy is such an intrinsic part of my life, like literally, you know, like she Mm -hmm. is the person that I will call when shit hits the fan, or when I need emotional support or when I need business support. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I mean, it's just rather sad, I guess, in a way that there's no word to describe a Danny or Mm -hmm. an Amy. Mm -hmm. And I completely agree with you that, I mean, Amy assists me in my life. But I mean, the, the connotations, right, associated with an assistant, especially in New York, right, like where there's an entertainment industry here, where there's like the fashion industry and assistants are, I mean, yeah, they're, they don't have a good reputation here. It's true. It drives me insane, actually. And I mean, separate from that, I'm always talking to Danny about like dreams. I think this is like something, I mean, this is maybe more my thing, but like, I want Danny to always love what she's doing. And I think there's this connotation sometimes that assistants have these miserable jobs. And it's like, I, like, I want Danny to enjoy. I want her to have fun. I want like, and, and again, it's like so weird because it's like, it is kind of that paid best friend. Like, I don't want to get my nails done by myself. I, I want to get my nails done with Danny. You know, like, yes. like you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't really like, I'm not really interested in doing that stuff. Like, by myself. So it's totally, you know, it's interesting how like there is that sort of like negative, you know, that like, Ooh, you're an assistant, but it's like, no, no, you don't get it. Like it's, it's not like in the normal sense. Like, and I think on the flip side, because I want to hear about Danny's dreams, it's almost like if Danny has like a little side project or a thing she wants to start, it's like, I want to help that. Like (laughs) if Danny decides she wants to come out with like a a line of socks, like, let's do it, you know, like, in so many ways, like, we're super collaborative, you know, and so, like, ideas are not, 
it's not like only Soph's ideas. Like I think a lot of times like if Danny comes to me with something, I'm like, yeah, like, okay, okay, okay. I see that. Let's figure that out. Let's, so it's, it really is kind of like, she's my work partner, you know, <laughs> like it feels like that's the best word for it. Cause there's really not another one I can think of. Yeah. I think, um, the way you're describing your relationship with Danny, it's almost exactly like how Vanessa and I function. It's really eerie. It's so, it's so similar. Outside of work, we do so much weird shit together. Like she takes me to salt caves and I'm like, what is this? It's like a little door on St. Mark's place. And we're just sitting in these chairs in a salt cave. And we do like Kundalini yoga together. All of these crazy things that we do. Like, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. think a lot of people are necessarily doing with their quote-unquote assistance like we really are it's like a partnership beyond beyond work and I think um going back to you know you empowering Danny to make the decisions that she believes are right I think that's so important to have that trust in the people that you work with and honestly be comfortable enough to put that part of your work into somebody else's hands because I mean your brain power is limited and once you're thinking about so many different things the ability for you to focus on the project that you're working on gets diluted and that's why I think having another person there in your team at least one other person is just so important just so that every aspect of the job can be done at the best level that they could be accomplished and I was telling Vanessa the other day that I think personally, because a lot of people say like, you know, you shouldn't mix friends with being like with work or whatever. And I just don't really believe that to be true. I think in a friendship, you're not afraid to voice your opinions. If Vanessa's doing something that I'm like, "Mm, that's probably not so great to do. Or like, maybe we can hold that off for a different time. If I was literally like afraid of her because she's my quote unquote boss, I would never say those things to her. I would never tell her my honest opinions because Mm -hmm. I would just be like a yes man. Be like, yes, okay, yeah, whatever you say, that's perfect. You know, always Mm -hmm. just be agreeing with what she's doing. So to have that friendship in there, I'm not afraid to tell her if something is off or if, you know, we shouldn't be doing something. And I think that's that's really important um, for people to know that, you know, you can have a friendship with a work relationship, but you just have to build it in the right way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think going back to, you know, even doing things together, like getting your nails done together or me dragging Amy to a full moon Kundalini lunation (laughs) that she had no clue what it was. Like for me, I always feel, and this also, I mean, so if you brought up like, I always feel people do their best work when they're genuinely interested in what they're doing, you know, Mm -hmm. and I check in with Amy um, as much as I can being like, are you okay? Like, are you financially okay? Like, are you emotionally okay right now? Can you carry this workload? Is this interesting to you? If it isn't, let's find a freelancer who can do this for us, right? Mm -hmm. And having, and you know, to be honest, Amy, like, I have had that question before of where I'm like, you know, where where do I draw the line, right? Like, where do I draw the line of working with somebody versus um, being friends with them? And that's like, you know, that's like a really traditional kind of archaic way of, of thinking how to work. And the more I kind of start working with Amy very quickly, you know, I realize that like, I mean, this girl and I must have been like sisters or something in a previous <laughs> life because we just get along so well. Mm-hmm. And 
also kind of from the from the outset of it establishing um, boundaries, right? Of like this is when we need to be serious. This is when we can have fun. This is when um, we really need to look at things objectively. And I think being mm-hmm. transparent from the very beginning, instead of like maybe just jumping in and like, oh, we're friends. Like, don't worry about anything. Like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, like I'll pay you later. But with money, I've always been super direct with Amy. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is this is what we can do. And I think having that safety net of full transparency with the other person really helps cultivate like a healthy working friendship professional life all around a thousand percent you have to talk about that stuff and it's always funny to me because that stuff makes danny sweat like she's like really oh money i don't want to talk about money she hates talking about money i I just hate it gives me i love it only because it comes from a place of like I know this is my job, but I also like don't want her to ever think that I'm taking advantage or like or like being ungrateful. Like I'm only here for money, like because that's not the case, like whatsoever. I just I don't want it mm-hmm. to seem like I'm coming from a bad place. Um, but she's always like, "Dude, I'm like th- you're an employee. <laughs> Let's go. <talk laughs> you work. <laughs> it can. It feels like that because I think sometimes it feels like." oh, crap, money, weird conversation, because maybe we've had a two weeks where we've gone to Seattle, we've gone to LA, we've actually had some fun. The work, there's been a lot of work, but we've also had a good time. So then at the end of the two weeks, you're like, God, money. Like, it seems so weird. Yeah, but I like, don't want to, like, ruin a moment, but I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. like, we actually need to have a conversation. And, like, it's yeah. always like, okay, <laughs> sorry to be the black cloud, but here we are. And I yeah. never think it's that. I've always been open. I've always been transparent with what I can do, what I can't do. I mean, full transparency. I paid Danny through this entire quarantine. Never, haven't missed a check once. <laughs> so, and actually, I feel I almost feel guilty about it. I'm like, oh god, don't. That's it. I felt that too. I was like, really, I don't know. I was really holding off and sending like my invoice, and I'm just like, I don't like. Should I send this? But I'm like, also, I have like thirty dollars right now, so I kind of <laughs> need to send. This. And then, like, I'm just like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, I just feel so bad. But I mean, like, that is where I think, like, the boundaries that Vanessa described comes in, where I think you can have that friendship and working relationship both thrive as long as you're being very transparent with each other in any relationship. Whenever there's some cloudiness in the boundaries and one person is thinking one thing and the other person is thinking another thing and they're not on the same page, that's where the divide happens. Mm -hmm. And I know like sometimes conversations can be uncomfortable because not everybody is super open about talking about money or like responsibilities. But I think that just that needs to happen just to, you know, to lay everything out on the table so both people know where they stand. Totally. And I think also like going into this position, like, I mean, obviously the dynamic has changed because we have become friends, but I started this and like, she's my boss and that's it. Like, I obviously hope we have a great working relationship, but I didn't expect for it to evolve into something so personal. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I think I've actually said this to you before. So of like, you know, I almost wish that in terms of like having these difficult conversations about finances or just anything like specifically work related, I'm like, oh, I almost wish I hated you as a boss because <laughs> I would have no problem like being like, okay, this is what's happening and this is what you need to do. Like, you know, in like a more conventional office setting where you go mm-hmm. up to your boss and you say something, it's kind of like easier because there's no actual mm-hmm. personal There's no emotions. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, that's the only 
caveat that I'm like, oh, I don't want her to think anything badly about me because like I love her, but like, you know, I, I work for her. It's like a weird thing. So that's the only weird iffy thing but you know I always know she has my back so it's fine and I do I think it's closer I mean because for me on my end I'm thinking like I am so close to Danny so I my the way I think about it is I'm never gonna let anything happen to her like that's my approach like I'm like because we're so close we're because we're friends it's like even more if you were just a normal employee like I I want you to I want her to always be transparent with me because like I need to know like if there's a situation where it's like say a health need comes up or a personal whatever it is I want to know so that I can if it is a financial thing maybe it's time maybe it's not financial at all it's time off like Mm -hmm. whatever it is I want to, I want to know that you trust me that much. Like we're friends, like tell me what you need Mm -hmm. and I want to make it a a possibility for you. Like that is how much I love and care for you regardless of like, yeah, you're my employee, employer, like whatever you need, you just got to tell me. And I promise like, I'm so easy too. like, I'm kind of like a space cadet in so many ways. And I know Danny knows that too. Like, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, you need cool. Like have that anyway. Uh, so that schedule thing about like next week, like I'm so <laughs> into the next thing already, you know, like it's just, I, but I think it's cause the boundaries were like, we really always had very clear. I'm hiring you. You're my person. It's not fuzzy. This isn't like, uh, unsure. Like we, we knew from the very beginning what was happening. I was hiring someone, you know, mm-hmm. Going back to that point that Danny mentioned in the beginning, how she was clearly treating it as just a strictly work relationship. And I think that's how I approached it too, because like, obviously I was hired to do a job and I, in the beginning I was like, okay, I'm working for Vanessa. Like I am going to accomplish all of my responsibilities. And I actually was like watching another talk by another influencer who was talking about work relationships. And um, she talks about how it's very important to establish that professional relationship first. I feel like that was the key. I think in both of our, like in Danny and Sophia's and mine and Vanessa's work and personal relationship success is that we were able to establish a professional working relationship first. And then that developed into a personal friendship as we got to know each other. So I think like that, I mean, that happened very naturally. And I'm just, I'm so lucky that that it happened that way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. agreed. And I actually can pinpoint the moment where our relationship shifted into more of a friendship is when we both walked into a Korean scrub and had no idea what to expect and saw each other completely nude and we're in a room with two elderly Korean women just like rubbing our bodies down. And we're like, all right, so now we're best friends. Like, cool. Oh, yeah. I've seen There's many, no going many, back many from times that. naked. Yeah, like, well, I mean, like, once you see each other naked, like, especially unexpectedly, we were just like, yeah. well, we're here now. Like, that, that, was, that was for my birthday. It was like, wow, what a birthday surprise. And so, yeah, but like, I'm same, Amy, like even earlier when you were telling the story about how you and Vanessa met and you had mentioned like, I'm super formal when I write emails to people or reach out. I'm the same way, like, which is why I'm like embarrassed of the email I initially sent. So because of how our relationship is now, like it was such a formal email and like she even like the second email I had sent her because, um, after we met, she asked me to make like a, a mood board, I, I believe it right, mm-hmm. right? It was like a mood board. Yep. So if I'm like mm-hmm. what I wanted, just like things I liked and whatever. And even that email I sent, not the mood board itself, like the explanation of it. I, I don't even remember what it says, but I know how formal and like serious it was. 
and I know exactly what you mean. And like three weeks into the job, I'm like, she knows every in in and out about me, and vice versa. And I'm like, oh, that is so embarrassing that yeah. I even spoke to you that way. Like, no. I know. I'm just like, hey, hope this email finds yeah. you well. Oh. All the best, oh. Amy. Oh. One. <laughs> like the most. I'm like writing in like 1920s English, <laughs> and then now I just forward her an email. I'm like, hey, pick something from this lookbook. Thanks. Legit, babe. I'm like, what do you need? What's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong? Oh. Yeah. Exactly. It is so true. Oh, that is so true. I mean, now it's like, oh, I mean, also at the same time, like Danny sees me in like the most vulnerable of situations. Like she's seen me have like an eye infection and like crying <laughs> and like I'm like like vomiting or like I don't know. Yep, like, she, I've just, seen it all. With you know, Vanessa it's like too. you just yeah. see like there's like I need a tampon. I need a. It's like at this point, like, yeah. There's no formality anywhere. It's like no, it's totally. Like, oh. None. There was a period of time when Vanessa had a parasite for like months and oh. like every single day when I would go to her apartment to like go somewhere together, she would be like, um, give me a second. I'm just having a bathroom situation. I'm just, uh, I'm just here on the toilet. I'm like, yep, good. Take your time. I'm downstairs <laughs> whenever you're ready to go. That's Danny. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Except vice versa. It's like, I'm always on the toilet. I'm like, sorry, Soph. Like, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, you're actually my assistant right now. So just bear with me <laughs> while I we we love regular bowel movements good yeah for, it's good it's, for you guys it's all about regularity and it's you know it's it's again it's so interesting to hear with Danny and Soph I mean like the evolution of how you know from just the moment you met each other at grassroots and start working with each other to now having you know a project um of your own right that's mm-hmm. completely yours mm-hmm. pillow talk sessions mm-hmm. and producing that together again runs parallel with me starting this podcast mm-hmm. when Amy first started with me I already at the time had the idea of a podcast you know something that I wanted to do for a super long time but I never considered anybody else be involved in it you know mm-hmm. other than like a technician and you know yeah. like a proper so-called producer and as Amy and I kind of deepened into our work relationship, I just started giving her like more and more tasks and started brainstorming with her and then realized I'm like, damn, like Amy has a completely different, you know, perspective or not completely different, but like an alternative perspective to what I may have. And now Amy is, you know, one of the like, co-producers me and her that like produce um this podcast together where Mm -hmm. we think of future guests we think of you know how we're going to approach a season and that has been I think one of the greatest surprises for me is just the continuous um unfolding of Amy before me where I'm like wow there's so (laughs) much untapped talent here Mm -hmm. and I just feel so safe with Amy because I know whatever idea. I mean, I'm like you, Soph. I'm just kind of like, oh, I've got a bunch of ideas, like sending Amy random <laughs> yeah. oh, things, man. like oh. sending her like sketches that I have that look like chicken oh scratches God. that look like, you know what I mean? <laughs> On like, the back and of an then, envelope. <laughs> yes. And then Amy's like, hmm. I got this. And then we'll like recreate it, you know? Yeah, we were, um, Vanessa and I, we were, I think we were talking on the live where I said that being an assistant to a small 
like a one person team, basically, it's just me and Vanessa, is the absolute best learning experience that anybody can ever ask for. I think in a bigger corporation or something, I think your role is pretty limited. It's like you do these three things and you keep doing mm-hmm. them. But mm-hmm. in a small team like Danny and Sophia's and me and Vanessa's, we do so much random stuff and it evolves every day. And I'm seriously, I think about this all the time. I'm so thankful to have this opportunity to be able to grow as a person and develop my own skills. Like I'm doing things like this podcast. I would have never, ever thought that I would work on a podcast. Like where would I even, like where would I even have found a podcast to work on? You know, where would I even have been able to have the opportunity to design graphics for, for someone to use? And I feel like my brain is being challenged every single day. We have so many things to do, but I'm so happy to be busy. Like I had jobs before where I felt like I was working so fucking hard, but then I wasn't accomplishing anything because it was just like not even what I wanted to do. I had a job where I would literally cry every single morning before I went because I was just so sad that I had to go. And now I just feel so fulfilled because not only am I helping Vanessa in creating her strategy, creating her brand, but I'm also developing my own skills. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, I, I honestly, I didn't even know that I could do half the things that I am doing now. And I always think back, if I had seen myself now from where I was two years ago, I would be I would be so happy to know that, you know, one day I would find something oh useful to yeah. do with myself. No, it's so, so true. Yeah. I'm very similar in that. Like when I reached out to Soph initially, I think that I reached out to her in, I want to say, July of 2019. And I remember her posting about on her Instagram in February 2019 or like March (laughs) that she needed an assistant. And I literally, well, I saw the post and I was like, oh, that'd be cool. But like, what a long shot. Like, I'm not doing that. Oh, my God. I felt the same. Yeah. And then like I for some reason I was like I was I don't want to say I was miserable in my old job because I did love it, but I just outgrew it and I was exhausted and like I just wasn't happy and. I was, it was just like bringing me down mentally and like Mm -hmm. emotionally. I was just not happy. And one day I just woke up and I was like, okay, what is there to lose? Even if she's like, oh, I already have an assistant or no, I don't need you. Like, okay. That I'm in the same spot that I was 10 seconds ago. Like whatever. Yeah, Um, exactly. So I sent the email and then, yeah, I'm just, I've, I tell stuff this often, like randomly, I'm like, I just want to let you know, like, I'm really happy and thankful that you know, you hired me and like, I hope I like, you know that and like, it'll just be like a random text and, or like, not I know. super random, but like maybe after an event or something. And I'm just like, I just want you to know how happy I am. Like this has changed my life drastically because I wasn't as happy as I could have been a year and a half ago. Um, yeah, totally. Just, it, it's I, kind of weird. I know. Yeah. No, I know exactly what, I feel like we need to have like a separate conversation just you and me, Danny. <laughs> I, I feel like we're both getting Aww. a lot of things off our chest right now. And Vanessa and Soph are just silent. Oh, I think it's true. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely feel the same way. I'm just like so happy that I'm able to be in this role. And also it's kind of like how you send those messages to Soph. I get those messages from Vanessa all the time where she's like, I'm so thankful for you to be like here with me. And I'm not a very verbally affectionate person. And I, I think like Sophie you talked about it in one of your lives or something where you have friends who are very uncomfortable with mm-hmm. like verbal affection, mm-hmm. whereas someone would tell them like, oh, I love you. And then that person would get really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was me. And I think I learned a lot from Vanessa to like try to express myself more because mm-hmm. Vanessa's always send me messages like, 
at random times during the day, like not even on like a special day where she would just be like, hey, I just wanted to thank you so much for all your hard work. Like, I'm so happy that you're here in my life. And I'm like, I can't even finish reading the message because I get so emotional. I'm just like, oh my God, put it away. I need to get back to this at a, at a later time when I'm emotionally prepared to receive this. It's just something with myself where I can't communicate these thoughts to people without mm-hmm. feeling really weird. And working with Vanessa, I'm trying to, you know, communicate more like my affection to people and Mm -hmm. that's just like a side thing that I've picked up along the way of being in this working relationship with Vanessa and it's just I think it goes to show like when you're in a good working relationship you not only learn skills like technical skills but you also grow as a person as well yeah I fully agree I mean I I, Danny's definitely like that Danny's not the most like verbal emotional (laughs) he's definitely not the most verbally emotional and meanwhile I'm like a cup runneth over I'm like a I'm like a crier. I'm like, oh my God, it's serious. I mean, it's like serious. I would not make sure, Danny, are you comfortable? Do you have everything? Are you yeah. good? Is it everything okay? Like, I love you. Are you, oh, uh, like I'm like, a, <laughs> like an emotional vomiter. But I mean, I guess I'm just like, want to make sure that you know you're valuable, right, D? Like, you know you're good. Mm-hmm. You know you're amazing. Because I think sometimes D has had maybe issues too, like in the past, like where it's just like purpose is always kind of like, oh, what is my purpose? Am I doing oh, a good 100%, job? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You All know, time, so yeah. it. So I'm always trying to remind her, like, it's good. We're going to figure this out. Even during this, like, quarantine period, it's like, everybody feels funny. This feels weird. Like, it's, you know, like, I think that we're all handling it in our own weird ways. Some days are good. Some days are bad. Like, I think that, you know, throughout it all, it's like, we're going to, we're going to make it out of this. Like, I almost more than anything, I'm just trying to, like, find the normal within Danny and I. I try my hardest to, like, we're just gonna, we're gonna do that pivot thing everybody's talking about. We're just gonna, (laughs) you know, like, we're gonna come out of it. Like, I know, and you know, Danny's always like, you know, it's not gonna be permanent. We're gonna, it's like, we're gonna figure this out. You're safe. As long as you're safe, as long as I'm safe, you know, like, we, we are doing the best that we can in whatever that way. And everyone keeps saying that, but emotionally as well. And I, I definitely have seen myself grow being with Danny. I'm way stronger with like saying no and saying what I clearly want. And, you know, I, I also think Danny's like really good at the, at the same time, almost better than before at being like self, like it's a favor. You don't have to say you're sorry. Oh my sorry. God, like, every day not- I'm like, self, who cares? Like, are they paying your bills? No. Like, <laughs> you can say no. Yeah, she's really great at being someone who's like been able to like emotionally help me feel like I'm not like... But my like I would be heartbroken to say no to someone, you know, and Danny's like, so it's fine. And I think on the other side, Danny, like going, it's how is everything? I miss you, you know? And I also think it's important for like, people say the whole, like back to what you were saying, Amy, about like, you shouldn't be friends. Like Danny and I have done nothing. I, I could say that it's been nothing but beneficial for us to like have a night where we go out to eat and don't talk about work. I think that's been nothing but yeah. helpful for us. So Danny has had ideas and has, has insight that I, I don't have, like, I'm not, you know, like I've never really been a super like body insecure kind of person, not until, not until later in my life. And so of course, you know, we did a, we did a body love pillow talk and that was, I, I mean, Danny really like in many ways, like spearheaded that operation, did, did a lot of the outreach, you know, and Mm -hmm. I can speak about bodies in, in so many ways, but 
Danny really can spearhead that concept. And I mean, that's, that's a, just one example of the many ways that we are able to collaborate on. How many people need to be at this? What do we think about the type of people that we want to appeal to, et cetera, et cetera. You know, there's been so much emotional growth and also like learning. Like I learned, so, oh my, oh my God. I mean, her and I figuring out Zoom, figuring out webinar. <laughs> L-O-L. Yeah, like literally the most two technologically challenged people. I'm like, so are you sure you want to hire me? Like, am, am I still an employee? Because I actually don't know how to use a laptop anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we figure what it out. This? But then she hires, we find somebody like that's Danny. Like dating will and hire someone like that's a Denise who is like our tech girl right like that she like let's just let Denise handle that because <laughs> it's out of our wheelhouse right so it's just overall Danny has has it's been yeah it's been it's great for my brand like whatever that means but Danny's great for my spirit you know which I think is I, but yeah like she's really great for my spirit and I know this is a thing too I know I need to tell her that because I know that sometimes she forgets like I think sometimes Danny forgets that I need her. So it's important for me to tell her that I do, you know, Mm -hmm. it's important to make your employees, the people that are around you, it's important to remind them of how valuable they are. And so that's Mm -hmm. always a big focus for me. Huge. Yeah. That's really important for me as well, you know, because I mean, like you, Soph, I've grown in so many unexpected ways since just like being around Amy for, I mean, almost two years now. I mean, for the most part, I'm like... Amy and I are very similar on like many levels. You know, we're both Chinese. Um, We're both more or less like plant based. And I'd like to think that we, you know, we both have a very strong moral compass. Wow. I was just going to say that. Vanessa really be reading my mind lately. Oh, yeah. Also, also (laughs) my Kundalini energies are really coming through because I've literally read Amy's mind like four times already. Yeah. I'm like scared. I'm like, Vanessa, are you there? Hello? (laughs) Like in the middle of the night by myself. (laughs) But yeah, Amy, like you have helped. I mean, a lot of people would describe me in my everyday life as being militant. And I would probably say that's pretty accurate. You know, I like to do things a certain way. And I like to get things done, you know. And with Amy, Amy is just like super freewheeling. She's just like going with the flow. Everything is exciting for her. And I remember that first day that we worked together, you know, during Fashion Week. I mean, like how many Fashion Week seasons have I done like prior to that? 20, 30 already. Mm -hmm. And everything excited Amy to no end. And being around her makes me excited again, you know, because I think for me, um, when I just, when I start doing things over and over again, and so many of the things that I get to do is so special, I forget, you know, I become a little entitled. And when mm-hmm. I have Amy with me, I mean, Amy always brings me back down to earth and reminds me <laughs> that like, I'm so lucky to do what I do. I'm so lucky to have the friends that I have in my life. And yeah, Amy has taught me just to have fun. And I think, I mean, I don't know what the age difference is between um, Soph, you and, and Danny, but I'm like a good almost 10 years older than than Amy. And I remember when, you know, when I was in my 20s and also to preface, I am the older sister in my family. So I've got a younger sister. Like I've always kind of been the bossy one. I've always been like the the big sister. And that's a role that I've always really enjoyed being in and stepping into. And I remember, you know, like when I was in my 20s, I never really had like a close girlfriend who was maybe like 10 years ahead of me professionally, Uh emotionally, spiritually, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I 
I have to say that dynamic has been, you know, has been really good for me and I hope has been good for Amy too because I'm just like, wow, all the stuff that I've learned, um, all of this, you know, the trials and tribulations, I'm, those are, those are useful now, you know, to somebody else. And yeah, yeah. So Danny, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I hope that I, I mean, where's four years before between us? Yeah, it's I not think, too, it's yeah. not too crazy of a, of a difference. Um, I know that for me, I, you know, and Vanessa, you know, you know, I mean, Amy, you guys know, like I didn't have a, I didn't have a good childhood at all. Mm. I think because of that, I want to do everything myself. I've always wanted to do everything, everything, everything by myself. It's just what I know. Working with Danny has, it's made me like trust that other people can help me. Like, I think that that's, that's the biggest one. Like I have not been someone who was easy to receive help. I mean, Danny, I don't know if you have any insight on that, but like, the what you're saying, Vanessa, is 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 important to me because I am also bossy, and I have had experiences with being bossy because I've most of my experiences in my life I've been myself. I literally am responsible for where I'm at now, right? Like I've not had a team, I don't have a family. Like I am here because of the work that I put in. So even finding an assistant or getting an assistant, even that was so hard for me, and which is why it took so long. So having Danny has really done a lot for like wow, people can help me. People want to help me. Like, I think that that's the really exciting thing about it for me. It's like, I didn't even realize, like, Danny sometimes says this thing. She's like, I'm always surprised. And I don't know why, but everything surprises me. Like, people, like when something sells out, I'm always like, oh my God, it sold out. It's every time. I've never done an event that doesn't sell out. And I'm always shocked and Danny's like, so I don't know why you're shocked. I'm like unfazed. I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> you work so hard. Of course that happens. Like she, if, if anything, it's the opposite. I'm like, I'm below the ground. I'm so grounded. I'm like, I think so little of myself sometimes. Danny's done a lot for my confidence in myself. Like, hey, uh, you actually like, like, look at what you did today. Like you did all that today. So it's nice to have a person that's around that can remind you of what you've already accomplished. She does this stuff every, after every event. So let's just take some time to say like, wow, look at what, look at what we just did. There were over a hundred people in this room and tears and crying. And we did that. Like we brought these people in this room to talk about this important thing. There were 40 people on set and you commanded, you killed it. It was a 12 hour, 15 hour shoot day and you did it, right? Like, I think that that has been just sort of crazy that I'm like, oh my God, I, I do need help. There's no way I could have done this without <laughs> Danny. And also Danny stopping me and saying, so it's okay to be proud of yourself. I've never really been someone that's been proud of myself ever. And Danny's great at stopping whatever situation that we're in and just saying like, let's be grateful for this. Like you just killed it. And I'm like, okay, kind of kill it. I guess I did. That was pretty cool. You know, I guess in a lot of ways, like I, I'm so grateful that Danny has taught me that a, it's okay to need help. It's okay to ask for help, but also it's okay to be proud of yourself. That's a, that's something that she's really good at. I mean, we do something every day and every day it's like, we killed it. Look at the day we just did. We got so much done. That's so funny though, because I could say the same to you. Like I'm this, we are so similar in that, like, I'm never proud of myself. I give myself such a hard time, but you also say to me, like. Danny, like, look what you just did. 
So mm-hmm. it's like we can't do it to ourselves, but we do it for each yeah. other. Yeah, uh, I'm like, I wish I could be like that to myself, but I'll just. I'll but that's why that. your teamwork is so great. It's important to have someone like that there cheering on for you. And I mean, I feel like Vanessa does that for me all the time. Like sometimes I would send her something, and she's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! You're a genius." I'm like, "What?" Me? A genius? (laughs) Oh my god, it's so true. It is so true. Like that email, like we did a holiday market and I'm like, when I, when it's like I walked in and I was just vendors, people, and I'm just like, I just think of all the emails that Danny sent to make that happen. And I just, I'm like, oh, I mean, I just want to like look at her and be like, oh my god. Because that's not my strength, right? Like that's why I hired her. Like my strength is like, being there in person, like sort of like the, like the happy, like make everything happen conversation. I'm really great at sort of a crowd of people, right? Like it, that's a piece of mm-hmm. cake for me, making everybody feel important. But it's like the logisticals of that is uh, I can't, I mean, Danny knows. So it's, it's like when you walk into a situation and Danny's able to see like, wow, Soph is just great. Like before we know it, it's already 10 o'clock and the event is over. And I walk in and I'm like, oh my God, this event is going to be even better than I thought. I can't believe Danny made this happen. So it's, it's this cool kind of collaborative, like proud thing. Mm-hmm. And why, which is also quick segue, why I know that like right now has been really hard for Danny because I know that Danny is super purpose driven. So this sort of time where she's really not had, not really been much email, not really been much outreach, like there's not really been much um, in that sort of capacity, I know has been a challenge. Because it really is something that I know she thrives on. And I know that I'm always telling her she thrives. Like, that's a thing that you thrive doing. Like, you are so Mm -hmm. great at that. You know, so it's, so then I guess it's also like my responsibility to make sure that like Danny knows, like, it's fine. You're good. I love you. We work it out. We're going to get through this. You know, like, it's really just a, it's a seesaw. Like, that's how I feel about the relationship. And I can't speak for everybody else, but clearly our like in, in terms of Vanessa and I, like our assistant relationship is definitely, I'd say it's a seesaw. It's very important to make sure that we're both like sort of checking in on each other when we see yeah, well, needed. Um, I mean, we've kind of touched on it here and there, but like, why don't we dive into it? You know, what has it been like working together during the time of COVID? Because obviously prior to COVID and the lockdowns, I'm assuming, Soph, that you and, and Danny see each other every day. And I would say the that Amy is the person that I see most frequently other than like myself in the mirror. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. I see the everyday. Just day. like me and Amy. Yeah. So <laughs> how has that been that we're all kind of quarantining on our own and just in general, you know, like our work sphere has changed and the demands have changed. Yeah, it's been really tough. I, I mean, Danny and I definitely see each other all day. And and I know that people know that because I am super, I share <laughs> Danny a lot, you know, like uh, it's important. For, transparency is so much my brand. It's important for people to know that I don't do everything myself, you know, like I, this is this person that really helps me with my life in so many ways. Um, so that has been really hard. I think Danny and I took such a different approach. And I think we are such New Yorkers, you know, and Danny most definitely true and like tried and true New Yorker. It really took us a time to get our footing when it came to work. Like we were not immediately like, let's pivot. We took some time to be like, whoa, I, I came, I went, went to my boyfriend's house in Long Island. Danny's also in Long Island. We, we weren't in our own homes. Like it was just bizarre. I, I definitely, you know, like 
made it clear to Danny that like there's there was no way that like her pay or finances were going to change. But obviously, our day to day is literally different. And we really, you know, I mean, I wanted the whole reason I created Pillow Talk was because I wanted Pillow Talk to be an in real life thing. And the whole reason I wanted Danny to, in so many ways, be that sort of like management role in Pillow Talk, I wanted that to be an in real life situation. So it was like, it took us a while to finally cave and say, you know what, we're going to do a digital format of Pillow Talk. We're going to do that thing everyone's doing and pivot and make things more digital it took us a little bit longer than it took other people. Now we're like killing it. We're like cooking with gas in that in that capacity. But I think Danny and I really needed a little bit of time to really assess the situation, like especially us not being in our homes at the time and how serious is it? And then Danny's hurt. Danny's dad continues to go to work every day. Like it was just a lot of emotions sort of tied up into this quarantine and what this means. Danny has a pretty pretty strict like life schedule she's got like she's at the gym at a certain time and we have our days that are structured we have certain we literally have like five places that we rotate (laughs) you know like (laughs) our day is so structured and you know in the in this sort of quarantine period like how we actually run our day has been really different but I mean emotionally you know we have time on our calendar that's just for Danny and Soph and like we like haven't been doing it because like for whatever reason like things come up or you have an emotional day or like it's a weird time or Danny's with family or I'm have a five-year-old in the house like it's not been hard on our friendship in any way. I don't want to give that illusion. Like Danny and I are close and like we are like Danny and Soph are healthy. We're good. But I think like our work routine, we massively miss it. I know that I can speak for Danny and I both when we like cannot wait to be in a space where we can just like see one another. Yeah. You know? I mean, 100%. I mean, I love a routine. So for me personally, just to kind of going from one extreme to the other, has been really mentally and emotionally draining for me. And then, like, just, like, Soph kind of touched on it earlier. Like, she's right. Like, this whole quarantine pandemic thing has given me such insight to, I'm like, oh, my God, like, what is my purpose? What am I doing? Like, what is my worth here? And she does remind me, like, of that I have worth and, like, what I'm doing is purposeful. But, like, just because it's been such a shift dramatically of, like, we were on the go so much and now it's kind of so paused – Um, which I know everyone is dealing with that. So I'm not saying like, what was me, but just kind of understanding that took us a minute to kind of like get into a groove of things. And we had a conversation, like, we're so happy that other people like kind of just were seemed to be so mentally prepared for this and like jumped in creatively and doing all these things. And we kind of both said to each other, like, oh, we should have done this weeks ago. But then I said, I'm like, why? This is such uncharted territory. Why are we giving ourselves such Mm-hmm. like slack over this like who cares mm-hmm. there's no right way to do this fine it took us six weeks to get our shit together fine it took us six <laughs> yeah. weeks okay that's six weeks mm-hmm. of our entire lifetime that's nothing you know yeah, so yeah. and we still like- very much work together now it's like a whole nother thing like you know when I'm seeing Danny it's like in a digital format you know like I'm seeing her on our pillow talk like I'm you know or, or whatever I'm seeing her in like whatever capacity um, and, but we do talk. And I think that that's the thing that I guess I miss the most is that mm-hmm. I miss this person. You know, and I guess like when we come out of this, like there's a few things that I never took and never take Danny for granted. But like coming out of quarantine, like whenever that happens, like I'm going to really need time with Danny that doesn't have anything to do with work. Because now, like I would have done anything to like have a dinner with her or something before this happened. Legit, like, yeah. I know we couldn't plan it, but like, 
I can't really express how much like I miss just like her. Like it's somebody that you eat similar to and somebody that you just like, you know, who like knows about your life and like (laughs) knows things. Like, I guess I just wish before this quarantine, I really would have had some good close time with Danny. So now Mm -hmm. it'll be like mandatory. Like I never, because who knows (laughs) if this happens again? Like, I just want to always know that I've had some really close, like, girl time with her because you just don't know. You just never know what could happen. And it's just going to be really important for me in our work schedule to build out time that is for us, whether it's like a higher dose session or if it's a meal or whatever it is. Like, I really think that it's almost like a time like this really helps you understand and solidify the importance of a person in your life, whether it be in work, personally, et cetera. Like Danny is so, it's just, it's, she's priceless. You know, like, it's just crazy to think that I, in any way, shape, or form, existed before her. Like, what did I do before (laughs) I had her? I feel the exact same way um, about Amy. And, (laughs) I mean, the last time I saw Amy, Amy actually stopped by my apartment and in full protection. So let let me just, Uh you know, be clear about that. And um, because I ordered a bunch of isopropyl alcohol to make disinfectant at home and Amy had run out. So uh, the last time I saw Amy was maybe like a week ago or two weeks ago. And she stopped by to pick up alcohol (laughs) and these raw vegan pumpkin bars that I made. (laughs) Two very important things to me. (laughs) And that basically encapsulates my entire kind of like friendship, (laughs) like relationship with Amy is that... It's like all the good things. And I think to end this conversation, um, I'll hand it over to you first, Danny. What do you love most about Soph? And Soph, I want to hear what you love most about Danny. And then Amy and I will take turns. Oh, my God. Where do I even start? (laughs) Um, I think, I mean, honestly, I don't know if this is like super vain of me. I think that what I love most is how much she's shown me my own potential and like given me confidence because I really did come into this job like from in a bad place like mentally and emotionally and like I've just I've grown up with like self-esteem issues body issues and like I've had people tell me like what she tells me but for some reason I've like never had someone the way she tells me things about myself and I just find it invaluable for someone to really just tell you how important you are. Um, and it's just been nice and to hear it just like fluidly and like randomly, it's, it's nice. And, um, I think that when she does that for me, like it makes me a better employee and a better partner, um, a better assistant. And then I'm able to help Mm -hmm. her more when I feel good about myself. And I just, yes, just her always reinforcing that into me has been really invaluable for me. And also she's just like such a rad person to be around. So you know, oh. and she pays for my kale sometimes. So that's nice. <laughs> oh Which my I always argue. I'm like, she like beats me with the card. I'm like, can you let me pay for my lunch, please? <laughs> like- <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad that I do that. And you are, I mean, Danny, I can't stress it enough. You're just an extraordinary woman. And I want you to feel like that every single day. I think the most valuable thing about Danny is that Danny really in so many ways. I mean, this sounds like such a grand statement, but, and maybe also kind of like a selfish kind of thing at the same time. I don't know, but Danny really has taught me how to be proud of myself in a way that nobody has ever, ever. I'm always the first person to honestly look at my performance and look at what I could have done better. And Danny has really taught me that it is absolutely okay 
there is no problem at all for you to stop in any given moment and look at what you've just done and just give yourself an applause. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to be 32 years old this year. And so to say that, it sounds like a super grand statement, but I really can't think of anyone else who's been in my life or in my career, which has gone through so many different things, um, that's ever made me feel like proud of what I've accomplished or proud of what I have done or even proud of like how I've spent my day or proud of how I've responded to a question. And I mean that in a truest way. Like it takes a really extraordinary person to make you feel proud of yourself. I mean, that's like what moms do, right? Like moms make people, make their kids feel proud, mm -hmm. you know? And in so many ways, Danny has been able to do that for me in such a short period of time. And I'm also like very guarded. Like I'm very kind of like, what do you want from me? <laughs> you know, like Danny's <laughs> not that. Like she's just been just an invaluable person in making me really truly like believe in myself and believe that I can do it and believe that whatever I think I want to do or accomplish, like we can just do it. Like we can get it done. Yeah. Same here. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Um, there's, there's so many things I'm like trying to gather my thoughts because my brain is like on fire with it's the amount question. of like, gra <laughs> yeah, the amount of gratitude that I have for Vanessa, but I'm going to, okay, I'm going to break it into like two parts because I can, this is our podcast. Um, so <laughs> first just being around Vanessa and seeing the way she works and seeing how her brain works, the way she's able to put things together, seeing how she performs at photo shoots. Oh my God. It's, it's like watching art happen in front of your eyes. Every single time I'm with her at a shoot of any kind with our friend, or if it's on a production, when I see her in front of the camera, I'm like, how? Like, how are you doing what you're doing? And the outfits she puts together, it's like, I've never been so inspired artistically by a person in my entire life. And I'm just like so privileged to be able to see that unfold in front of me and to see it happen in real time. Like every time we do a shoot and I get the pictures from a photographer, I look through them. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how is this person real? Like, how does she do this? It's, it's really, it, it's almost hard for me to put into words how beautiful she works and it really is raw talent and it's just so mind-blowing for me to see that firsthand and then personally oh my god Vanessa is just she's just such a generous person in in every single way she's generous with her time she's generous with her emotions she always lets people know that she's thinking of them she's so encouraging she is willing to sit with people and give them all of her ideas and she just always there for you no matter what and I just feel like very safe knowing that you know when shit hits the fan and it has in my life a couple of times that I can turn to her without being like oh like is this weird am I like like I just know that she is that girl who will be there for you no matter what and I'm just like oh my god I'm like gonna cry <laughs> I'm just so happy to be in her life oh okay, Amy you're I'm gonna crying, so okay no now I'm gonna cry <laughs> okay well <laughs> I will. I'll finish it. Working with Amy. So like I said, I've had, you know, assistants before Amy and some, you know, some were great. Some were awful. But like working, working with Amy has made me want to be a better person. I mean, so if you you brought up the, the mother archetype, but like mm -hmm. when I am with Amy and when we work together, I feel like I need to be responsible. And I think in all of my previous kind of assistant work relationships, I never really showed up fully. 
I was maybe afraid of, you know, reaching my potential of possibly getting everything that I ever dreamed of. There was a lot of self-sabotage going on in my Mm -hmm. own life. I mean, it's a miracle that I've even made it this far. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. having grown up largely in in an abusive household, never having someone root for me, Mm -hmm. um, always having to be that person for me. I mean, I I have a lot of hangups. And when I started working with Amy, who is just this ray of sunshine, and she's so light, but she's not fluffy. I mean, you don't want to fuck with Amy because she will come for you. (laughs) Uh (laughs) She will come for you. And, you know, working with Amy has made me want to show up maybe for the first time in my life. And I'm, I turned 36 this year and I'm like, wow, it's like taken that long. I think it also takes away the stigma of age, right? How we always assume younger people don't know as much as people who are older. And I look at Amy and I'm like, you are like a little Buddha. You know, (laughs) like you have all of this knowledge. You have this open heart that I think, like you, Soph, I mean, like I had to grow up guarded to protect myself. Mm -hmm. And I would give myself it. It would only be like 90% of the way. I'm only going to give you 90% of me because Mm -hmm. that's what I felt safe with. And with Amy and working so closely with her, and maybe it was just, you know, like where I was in my life, but I'm like, you know, I think it's just time to be fully vulnerable with the situation and with who I'm working with and ultimately show up not only for Amy, because when someone works for you, you know, like... Ultimately, I am the leader of this team of two, and I need to be responsible and I need to be an example for her. And by that kind of roundabout way of being, you know, showing up for Amy, being responsible for Amy, I have now shown up for myself. And I'm so excited to see like where all of this is going to take me because yeah, I mean, like having that realization of just being like, I, I'm kind of done with self-sabotaging. Like I'm ready to fully step into all of my superpowers and like have this person who's by my side, who is my ride or die, who is my paid best friend, who is like a sister from another lifetime to accomplish all of my wildest dreams. And for that, I'm so, I mean, endlessly this life, next life, all lives, like so <laughs> indebted and grateful for Amy. That's it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Like, no big deal. Like, oh, I, honestly, I mean, you know, Vanessa, Amy, like spot on. This is exactly the podcast I'd want to listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, like in a world where like, as females, we're pitted against each other all the time. I cannot stand it, especially like in the digital creative space. We need to cultivate and share these stories of where, you know, of like us sharing our lives together, working together, living symbiotically together and wanting the other to do even better, you know, because that's how we're going to shift the consciousness on this planet. It's not by squirreling away our own resources Mm -hmm. and being selfish with like our power and our reach, you know, it is about sharing it. A thousand percent. Oh, collaboration, not confrontation every single time. There's no, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, as much as 
as much as Danny's invested in me, I know she knows how much I'm invested in her. Mm-hmm. Whatever the dream mm-hmm. is. Danny could literally come to me tomorrow and say, I don't want to be your assistant anymore, but I have this other idea. And I'm like, let's talk about it. Like, I, I think I think that that's the thing too. Like, forever is, in, in, is a really long time. And whatever the plan is, whatever, like, Danny's in my life forever. You know what I mean? And like that, that's, that is like the most special thing about it. Like she is a woman who I love, who I know, like, I'm not scared to tell her I need her, you know? Like, and I also think that is, I mean, like you said, Vanessa, the industry has women versus women as that's the archetype in so Mm -hmm. many ways. And I, I, you know, anything I can do to shift that, I will. And I know that, I mean, God, if you listen to this podcast and aren't like, let me call my girl up and like, I don't know, like <laughs> that is like, that is exactly how hopefully, you know, people feel like I want people to look at their network and look at that as these are my friends, you know, and like looking at each other like friends, like it doesn't need to be this versus that. Like you can create a community, you know, it can be like this thing that you have with like, you know, it's like two hands, like it's okay if they're different because they fit together perfect, you know, like Danny's different than me, but we work together so well in so many ways. And I, I mean, this was the best idea, you guys. What a great yeah, idea. I mean, we're going to call it at that, like an hour and a half. This has been such so a wonderful conversation yeah. and I made it through without crying. I made it through without <laughs> passing out. I'm going to I'm going to stop the recording now. When Amy was telling the story of how personally I have impacted her life, I definitely was getting super emotional and I was like, Vanessa, do not cry. You know, crying does not sound so great over podcasts, but I was really moved and I I felt like this was a massive therapy session because again, you know, like Amy mentioned during the podcast that she's not so emotionally tapped in all the time, like where she's able to express herself. And I feel like myself too, that's definitely not one of my strong suits. And I felt with the safety of distance and maybe, you know, having two other people in the conversation who were just pouring their hearts out, I was really able to connect to Amy on a new level that I don't think I could have done in any other format. And I'm just so grateful for her. And I'm so grateful to Sophia and Danny for sharing so much of their partnership and their friendship and I I hope all of you really enjoyed listening to this. It was such a pleasure to sit down with everybody. And if you haven't already, please rate us five out of five wherever you listen to Vanessa Wants to Know. Make sure you shout out Sophia and Danny. Let them know you were on the pod. And, you know, as Sophia said, call up one of your girlfriends. Let her know that you love her. Let her know that you appreciate her. And you know, why not send her this podcast too? So until next week's episode, I'm Vanessa Hong, your very humble host, signing off for Vanessa Wants to Know.